Welcome to Lunch Chit Chat, sis. I'm your girl, Kimmy, and I'm back on the porch tonight. And we have some new co-hosts on the porch tonight. I have my girl, Ramel, and Aisha, and I am so happy to bring you season three. Ladies, yeah. how Woo-hoo. are you? <laughs> when I say new co-hosts, I mean, I can say I've known Ramel forever. We were, yes, girl. We were the tots, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Playing together, and Aisha, she's the new sister on the block today. With the ladies here, I'm so excited about season three. I'm excited too because we are all Philly girls. What is the possibility of that happening? <laughs> that is like a cut your finger blood bond. Yes, you know yes. that's never we happened. Go keep it real. We gonna keep it real. Like we gonna keep it real. Yes. So I will tell you. You may want to remove the children from the room now because we are going to keep it real. We never mean to offend, but we are always going to keep it real and be truthful with you. So um, when we have a conversation with you, we're going to bring you the raw, the uncut, and the real. Right, Ramel? Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. Sure. The house. <laughs> so, you know, before we get to our topic, I just like to always... Break the ice real quick and talk about, you know, things that I look up because I'm an internet troll. Um, anybody that's following me on the social media pages know that I dig up all kind of little dirt, little tidbits here and there. But it always is a message because I want sisters to grow, not just in your um, personal life, but in your business life and your spirit. Because things that are out there on the internet tells us things that we need to know to grow financially, spiritually. Um, and just to know the whereabouts of where black women are going today. So I was just strolling through my little day to day and I just noticed that um our girl Kim K Kardashian got a cease and desist letter from a little small business, you know, she's just a little person in the in the pond and um they have a skin line, it's called skin. And this person put their um, trademark in in March and Kim Kardashian put hers in in late June. So she thought she was entitled to have this 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 line because it happened that she had already set up a website, she set up social media pages and she was just gonna, you know, just bombard her ass and just take over. But homegirl said Hell no, fuck this. This is my name. Because you know, once you trademark something, you even start the process, that's starting the process and all shit stops. So she shut Kim Kardashian ass down, you know. And I'm like, good for her. Good for her. I'm so proud of her. I'm so proud of her. And you know, you know, I was gonna say how y'all feel, but y'all already told me how y'all feel. I feel like that. Good for her. Because I'm about tired of these rich motherfuckers coming in here and yeah. stealing and appropriating our shit mm-hmm. and then thinking they can steamroll over us and take our shit. It's been happening too long. And I'm so happy that she's fighting back. She's fighting back. Absolutely. And I'm so glad that she had everything set up the right way. So many times, um, you know, people of color, we learn things the hard way. Yeah. After we didn't messed up and, you know, got into issues that cost us, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of dollars trying to fix stuff because we didn't know. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I applaud her for having her stuff together, having her things in order from jump and being bold enough to say, this is what you're not going to do, little Miss Kim K. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yep. She came with it from the gate, and I love it. She did. It's not even the first time that Kim has been in one of these issues. No. She's been in, this, she's been in lawsuits with cease and desist before. So I don't even know why the fuck her people just keep playing like that. Because like, she they don't like that. Because you know why she thinks that, Ramel? She thinks that because she has money and wealth and power that somebody is going to just get scared and say... I'm going to back my ass away because I can't, I can't fight her. You see what I'm saying? I can't fight her. But this 28-year-old black woman is living in New York and handling her business mm-hmm. is smacking that ass down. Yep. And then you gave her free, uh, free um, promotions and publicity yep, for her I business. I didn't know who this thing was, but I sure did. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to go buy that. I was like, because <laughs> you, you stood up for yourself, and I'm so proud and happy. So for anybody who thinks that the big shark monster whale can eat your little guppy ass, here we go again. Stand up for yourself. Make sure when you start your business... You do everything. Not just go out there and get your 45-minute or $45 LLC. Do everything. Your name is your name. Trademark your name. Trademark your, your belongings. Make sure. Because you don't know who on the back end is doing what. And hell, it could be a damn star. And they try to run off with your shit. And it's yours. You own it. Your, your, your intellectual property is yours. And guess what? If they want it, hell, if you want to give it to them, Make them pay for it. They rent. That's right. Rent it on up. How bad do you want it? Yep, that's right. So saying that, you know, I'm glad we touched on that. But this topic tonight, um, I'm just gonna sit back and cruise control because I just got so many questions I wanna ask about this topic. But I'm gonna let the floor be taken. Aisha, you just take over. Yes, let's get into it, ladies. (laughs) We are talking about women's rights and men's entitlement to have a say, any kind of opinion in matters concerning women and women's bodies, the whole nine. So no aspect of that conversation is off limits. So let's get into it, ladies. How do you feel about, you know, men having a say in, you know, everything from medical procedures or, you know, laws pertaining to women and women's bodies, the whole nine? I'm going to say that before we I started researching this tonight, I'm always that advocate about, you know, women, if you don't have a vagina, you can't talk about it. If you right. don't have this, <laughs> you can't talk about it. But I had to say that during my research to, uh, for tonight, I realized that there are times where, like, so a woman says a man has no right to say when she should have an abortion or if she should have an abortion. Right. But I did, did look up and I thought about the converse side of that where Men don't want to be fathers. I mean, however, if you don't want to be a father, then you might need to get your shit nipped and tucked. Absolutely. (laughs) But but there are times where things happen and they should have a say. Mm. Um, And it's just not, it's not a generalized say. It's the say between two people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if a woman and a man are 
having a one night stand and the woman gets pregnant. Well, they both were consenting adults, so they knew that was a possibility. Right. But I still think things should be a conversation. And I feel, still think the man can have some input. So um, just to double back, I, I used to be like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but when it comes to women's abortion rights, mind your motherfucking business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that. And I think that mm-hmm. it, it's a, like you said, a direct situation that he's involved in mm-hmm. under those cir- circumstances. I feel like, you know, almost coddle them a little bit like, yeah, you know, you can give it a little two cents. But at the end of the day, it's still, you know, not your decision, but we'll hear you out. We'll give you the mic we'll hear you for out. a second. <laughs> Get your right. little opinion off your chest. But at the end of the day, um, I don't feel like they really have a say in, you know, any matters <laughs> concerning, okay. you know, the woman's body. For example, if a woman decides that she does want to have a baby or does not, like, that's it. You're going to have to roll with the outcome of that and mm-hmm. deal with it. However, the chips will fall. For example, if she decides, you know, that she wants to have that baby, if he says, okay, that's not what I'm trying to do right now. And she has to understand that that's his choice as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we heard the little, uh, you know, his little opinion or whatever, but her decision is her decision. And conversely, if she decides that, you know, she does not want to have that baby, you know, his say, you know, yeah, I'll be there. All oh, that sounds great. But if she's not on board with that, mm-hmm. I don't know, bruh. Mm-hmm. I feel for you, but, <laughs> but do you think somewhere. she should be able to collect? Do you think if she decides to have the baby, Mm-hmm. Right. And he's saying no, even though we know they both should have used protection because it's dumb on both of their parts. But if she decides to have the baby and he's saying, no, I'm not ready to have a baby. Do you think that he should be forced in the fatherhood? Do you think that he should be forced into paying child support? Yes. I don't. I don't. I do. You know, just because, you know, he made it very clear from the beginning um, that, no. you know, he didn't want any parts. That means, you know, his physical presence, financially, what have you, if that's the agreement. The, if that's the conversation that was had prior to, you know. No, I no, no. I her head so hard. Because <laughs> we shaking her head so hard. No, no. Because we're, right. we're, we're living, we leaving out the kid here. And and, and guess what? When we, we all take responsibility here for, for this baby. Because even if you don't want something, you still fucked. I mean, at the end of the day. And, 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 and you knew what was coming along with that. You didn't use no protection. You still did it. You can say you don't want a part of that kid, but one thing that's going to always come along with it, that kid got to eat. That kid okay, got to eat. This, let's, say, let's say this scenario, because you know I think it's scenarios. Let's okay. say the girl and the guy get together, he wear a condom, and he busting it down, and the condom break, but he don't realize it right away. That Maybe Jesus. he did because it's feeling a little too good. But he didn't realize it, and things happened. Should he be responsible? Yes, that's Jesus. So that's... <laughs> <laughs> she just brought the loud into it. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. Look at God. Too bad, so sad. That's what's... That's, I'm sorry, but that's Jesus. He said you want... He needs you to be a parent. That's not your choice no more. That oh. That's just a work, work of nature. Sorry. That don't back you out of it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh-huh. I, I, again, I, I still feel like, you know. We can say what we want to do at the end of the day. You can't make nobody do anything. They can run across the whole country looking in, you know, you still don't get a nickel. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? you still don't get a nickel. I just think that even if you can't emotionally make someone be a parent, 
they know that that child still has needs. And that was that came along with the one night stand, the 30 minutes, or hell, the damn five minutes. You still knew what came along with it. You can't back out of that. So, mm-hmm. um, I just feel so that don't way. do no fucking if you're not ready to be a parent. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it all boils down to. You know, we got, we got me and Ramel, we got older sons. We had to have these conversations with my son. You do that. You know what's going to happen. You know, it's just no ands or but about it. This, you know, I may not be happy about it, but I'm sorry. That's what comes along with it. Unless you you get her agreement, it's going to be her decision what happened. Your ass is going to be out there. Don't be saying you a superstar doing this and doing that and this with your plans. You better incorporate that third job because that's what's going to happen because the kid needs to be taken care of. Or you can just run like you escape fugitive for the rest of your damn life or whatever and act <laughs> like you can't pay nothing. That's not going to be my issue because I'm going to be in contact with her and be a part of my grandchild's life. That's going to be your issue. But, you know, you got to know what to comes along. my program then. I've been telling my son, fuck it all. Fuck it. If it ain't nailed down, fuck it. <laughs> nailed down, cry it up and fuck it. So I'm going to have to change that because if he don't get no say, then we're going to have some problems because I'm telling him, you don't get up. no say. You don't get no say. It man. up twice. <laughs> <laughs> you better tell him to put a whole body one on. Please. <laughs> but, you know, but as far as, um, like, giving decisions about abortion, I'm talking about, like, higher up, like, legislation. Now, that shit puts business me to fuck off right there. When I'm yeah. looking at the TV yes. and they making decisions... And saying that, you know, okay, we can't only have abortion too, you're four weeks so uh, pregnant and things like that. That's when I get a little perturbed because I think again, when we go back to the conversation where, hey, A and B is me and this 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 nigga right here talking about what happened and we both fucked up, we were drunk, we had we ended up I'm pregnant, so on and so on. Okay, we fucked up. Not that old white ass man over there talk about I can't have right. abortion. That's something totally different. Who probably ain't never touched pussy in his life. Absolutely. So that's something totally different. Fires me up. Don't it make like, you angry? Like it what? really does. And it, it makes me angry. I think it always did, you know, but the older I get and now that I have children, I'm living the result of these decisions that they mm-hmm. make or whatever, it really makes me furious. I feel like, um, you know, we live in a patriarchal, you know, society and men have never, if you look over legislation, if you look over, you know, the history of our country and all types of laws, mm-hmm. I feel like they have never been for women. Never. They, you know, always serve themselves. Mm -hmm. And it makes me so frustrated, you know, now raising two young girls to know that that's the world that, you know, they have to live in. It makes me furious. I had um, a friend of mine. I was in one of my little mommy groups or whatever, and she was presented with a situation and she had never, just like me, like never thought about this stuff until you're like, you know, smack dab in the middle of some booty wang mess. She had gone to, you know, her usual OBGYN um, appointments. And this was um, quite some time after I think her second uh, second or third child. Um, no, second child. She is in her early 30s. Uh-huh. And um, her doctor was like, no, you need to, you know, um, talk to your boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. Because she was talking about, you know, getting her tubes tied, like, you know, totally being done or what have you. 
And, um, you know, she was like, uh-uh, I'm done having, um, having children. She's like, well, you know, um, if things don't work out with, you know, this gentleman, you could meet someone else. What? And with that person, um, you know, wants children. She's like, okay, well, I'm done. So that's it for me. Uh, it doesn't matter. Right. And so it sparked this entire conversation in the group where other women were saying, we've had that conversation and they basically told me the same thing. Like I, you know, need to, my husband has, I have to have my husband, you know, sign some documentation, okaying it. Um, so that brought me back to my own house. We had that conversation. <laughs> we discussed it before I was ever pregnant. And after I got pregnant, the, it, the decision did not change. I birthed the babies. You better clip it, snip it, and do whatever. When I'm done, we done. That's it. Okay, you don't want to strap up every single time you get your little reversible snippity <laughs> snip, and that's that. <laughs> That's that's when I'm I turn into nurse ratchet when I'm in the room and the doctor started yeah. doing that. I'd be like, uh, doc, can I talk to you outside for a minute? Do you? Uh, you oh. can't do that. You can't tell her that she can't do that. You know, you know, you violating all kinds of law. things right there. Uh-huh. You you can't do that. You can't keep suggesting to her once she's told you no, it's her choice. You can't make her do it. There are there was at one time I think it was in the nineties. I thought that that was the law mm-hmm. but it's not it's a suggestion you can't make nobody you not talk about it when they say i'm done do what you got to you said what you had to say you understand this is not reversible you right. understand blah 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 do you want to come in with your husband no that's it okay right. no problem let's schedule it for you then yeah that's just some crazy mess and that's just so intimidating you know like what right. what what happens if Something happens to you during the course of surgery or something else. You know, you didn't even get a choice in your own life. You know, that's just so crazy. I don't want no more damn kids. How about that? You know what I mean? Really? Right. <laughs> that's all kids, conversation I, I mean, look, I love my kids and I have two. But when I didn't want any more, I didn't want any more kids. You know, that's exactly. it. Well, I'm telling you. Okay, how about this? You want me to keep on kicking out kids? Be crazy as fuck and then somebody that don't make it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Really? Somebody don't make it. Somebody don't make it. It's a lot of stories that happen with people that went off and this shit went, went awry. You know, yeah. really. Because somebody controlled something and it was a man controlling some woman and, and it, did, it didn't go well. Mental illness is so real. We know that. You know, you taking care of little ones, you know, hell, that's already stressful. It's hard raising little people, you know, and then you kicking them out back to back. Nobody can't tell you you can't stop. And then you, you got to deal with that. Somebody goes but goes nuts. Did you notice in the story that Aisha told that he never once suggested to send his send her husband to a urologist? That's right. You got to go through the pain. And yours is more painful. Yep, so longer he can get, recovery he can time get and everything. Yeah. Somebody um summed it up. I actually went looking for it in a tweet that I read um from a couple of years ago. This was probably around the time that we were having the conversation because my daughter was born in 2018 and the tweet was from a year later. Um, and this is like one thousand percent how I feel. If a woman has sex with 100 random dudes in a year. She will only produce one full-term pregnancy. Mm. If a guy has sex with 100 random women in a year, that could result in a hundred full-term pregnancies. Wow! Not likely, but it's possible. 
Exactly. exactly. It is possible. So I don't understand why, you know, they continue to regulate women's bodies in such a way. If you just look at the statistics from that standpoint, that's an absolute fact that that's possible. And we still put all of that, you know, pressure and legislation on women and women's bodies when well, their little situation is reversible anyway. Well, I think it's a little bit more. Look at who's making the laws. It's men. It's men. And and I hate to say this, and this this may sound, I hope it doesn't offend anybody, but it's the truth. Um, It's not too many of us sitting up there in the legislative group um, making these laws. Um, And and it really is, is the the control of um, white women not um, procreating, really. Because if you think about it, the tide has turned. You know, we not the ones running and busting down the abortion clinics. You know what I mean? We're not the mm-hmm. ones that because we have always learned how to do and manage with and without. You know what I mean? We can make it through practically any situation. You know, the tide has turned for them. The population for them is stagnating. The population for us is going up. You know what I mean? Hell, I bet you if you would just keep on having a whole bunch of babies and they're not having a whole bunch of babies, you know, that doesn't equate to what they want this population to look like. So Mm -hmm. let's put these laws into place. They're not worried about you going into the clinic. They're not worried about it. It's just that you happen to be a woman. You're just going to fit into the category. So unfortunately, that's why these laws are being put into place. But they're going to affect you too because if you are a woman and you have a career and you have things that may not fit into that agenda is going to affect mm-hmm. you. It's going to affect you. So it's offensive. You should not be in the category where someone tells you what to do about your body. But on the flip side of us, we get the the least care for as mm. women. You know, what I mean, black women, we get the least care. They're not listening to you. They, you know, you got to get uh, the second and a third opinion. If you're not, you might be dead. You know, what I mean, so yep. it's a whole bunch of factors that we deal with. You know. But when you start talking about our bodies, you know, it's, um, it's, is that a damn taboo? You know what I mean? It, it sounds like a damn taboo. Are we guessing this, that this is how it's supposed to be? What is the norm? Women just never get respected because that's the part we, we deal with. Let's talk about what happens to when the, a woman is out breastfeeding. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. Hell, you can't even breastfeed in public. That's what your damn breast is for, really. Not to be dropping it like you're hot and being dollars thrown at it. Your breast is supposed to be to feed your babies, you know. But if you out breastfeeding, that's an issue to some somebody. They get offended by it. You're just like, I can't believe you're mad about that. You know what I mean? What else you want to do? You want me to sew up my coochie and now you want me to hide my titties. What else do you want from me? You know what I mean? It's, exactly. it's all of that in one. <laughs> well, go back to making the band when they were making that show and I was on there, I was showing up giving Aiden a full titty on screen. I mean, <laughs> you ain't going to stop me from feeding my baby. We in a meeting and I'm feeding my baby today. The most healthiest thing for them, you know, but you see people giving women side eyes like they ain't never seen a titty. You ain't never had no sex. What they do? They took, took their candy. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, I mean, really, you, you ain't never seen a titty. You know what I mean? Really, I can go in the store and watch somebody give some a side eye to a woman breastfeed. And that's just the craziest mess. But 
You know, that's my opinion. Go ahead, um, Aisha, because I'm just so be talking crazy. I'm gonna snatch my mic. Absolutely, that was my reality not even that long ago, and I was that you know vocal person advocating for myself and educating other people about you know my rights to feed my dog on baby mind mm-hmm. business. I will squirt you in the eye, keep it moving. <laughs> Breast milk today. Oh my goodness. And my coffee. Like, please, please, just if they know what's good for them, they will just look away and just mind their business. I thought Alex was the crazy one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what most people think. I think we, we balance it out pretty well. We both got a little catchphrase going. But yes, definitely, you know, don't come for me and mine, you know. Don't I feel come like for people me. should be able to, you know, decide for themselves, you know to um you know approach different things and go on about their about their lives you know folks gotta mind their business but Mm -hmm. in terms of you know legislature and things like that we definitely have to um do better as people um advocating for ourselves Mm -hmm. and knowing what our rights are and kind of educating ourselves on what the laws are um moving here to california was very eye-opening for um me and my family Um, I guess we matured a little bit Uh um, and we realized the responsibility that we have in terms of like voting and knowing what these candidates stand for and what they truly believe, because that's really where it starts. And I remember, you know, just being younger and, you know, family members or, you know, friends, their parents and stuff. Um, you know, oh, we just going to vote, you know, straight this or straight that or right. vote for, you know, this person for this thing. But that really was a shallow reason, like not really getting into um, who they're voting for and why and what that's going to mean long term right. in terms of those seats, um, you know, in different places of government, you know, uh, Congress and just all of that. There is such a responsibility that starts. I guess in the household, but, you know, just making that education available so that our children, you know, hear us having those conversations and that they understand it's their responsibility as well when they turn 18 to do their research and know, you know, who those candidates are and what they stand for so that um, government can start to look a little bit more like what our society represents. Because like you said, those, you know, old fogies over there somewhere, mm-hmm. they're, you know, kind of dying out. Yeah, and they have, <laughs> they have agendas. producing anything. They have agendas, and they do. And their agendas is, is, not, is not for women, um, really. It's not for women. It's to suppress women, you know. And if I want to do what I want to do with my body, I'm going to do it. I mean, like, hell, there's a whole bunch of shit going on with people, with women with their bodies, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of things. And it's not all good, no, at all. You know, it's, it's, um, if we move from this topic to what uh, legislators are doing, think about what females are doing to make their bodies look impressive to men. You know what I mean? We, I mean, Hell, what's some things called BBLs? What they BBLs? Yes, yep. BBLs. I mean, I mean, I know y'all on TikTok just like I'm on TikTok. I'm like, <laughs> why do you have that shit draining on? What what's that draining out your twat? And I mean, what is that draining? Oh, oh Lord, that looked so painful. And why you got that suit on like that? That you going to bed like that? Oh, I'm just too old for that. <laughs> That's what I be 
saying that nice. But my husband say, shut up with that mess, Kim. Why are you over there complaining like it's you? I said, because when I go to bed, I want to be comfortable. I can't feel right. like I'm in a straight jacket. Like, what is going on? And then I make it feel like sick. your body can even function with all of that you know, restrictive like... stuff going on. It's Ooh. absolutely crazy. I want to know how they get up and pee in the middle of the night. That's what I want to know. Pee. You doing all of this because a man said you need a bigger ass? And well, that ass don't even look real. Next week. Why you yeah. got to look like a bot? I mean, you're, you got like this waist with, I mean, your waist is like inches wide and then your hips is way out here. Hell, I could walk every day to make sure my hips go down. What the hell are y'all doing? Y'all want some ass over here? Come on. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> All out of proportion, just looking yes, crazy. Yeah, you look crazy, but you look like an 80. I'm like, what the hell right. is that? That's and that, that's something that they obviously are not really thinking about in terms of just living in the moment, living for now. Anytime you are willing to, you know, go under the knife, um, there are risks associated with that. You just never know, you know, procedures, you know, things can happen. And the fact that so many women are willing to put their bodies and their lives at risk to fit this image of beauty um, for a man. Yes. For a man. Go ahead, man. Don't realize that what men want has constantly changed over time. Mm -hmm. So there was a they found a, a like a figure from like twenty thousand years ago. They said, and the the thing was fat. It was fat as fuck. Big <laughs> belly rolls and big old hanging saggy, saggy titties. But they said that that was um they they believed that that was man's uh, perfect woman for that time, and that represented that she could um, produce children. Mm-hmm. And then you know, then you go through these stages of like years and years later or whatever and then you get women starting to trim down a little bit but still big as fuck but then culturally depends on what culture because mm-hmm. then i know this in some cultures women are a little more robust mm-hmm. and you you see this beautiful man and he, he's like i'm gonna introduce me to you my wife and then she's like kind of big and i'm like oh wait what's going on here i think just men constantly change what they want we can't keep up with that shit right ain't nobody we're trying to do all that <laughs> nope. killing ourselves and I know you probably see this because you know you're in the profession from um, Bromel these women are literally killing themselves I mean they're going out of the country coming back Yes. You know, coming back and, and not flesh eating disease flesh eating disease just turning into necrotic tissue I mean, and and you know, uh, all because men, yeah, all because men say that you should have a big fat ass. You should see all these fat asses running around in the land. I'm talking about big asses. I'm like, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how the top part of your body is holding on to the bottom because that shit look like shoestring is tied around your waist. And I mean, it's it, and it, but that's what men's perception is down here of what women should look like. Ew. And if you don't look like that, you get ignored. 100%. Really? They don't even look at you. Yeah. I believe it. You. Out here in Hollywood, it's all about the, <laughs> the, the surgery, the face, you know, the lips and the, the nose and just all this whole look. You, you see it. It's like the same kind of look, you know, everywhere. It's, it's a mess to know that, you know, folks are willing to go through such lengths for, you know, somebody else's um, idea of what beauty is. It's really sad. And it's sad to the point that, you know, 
I don't care how much we say, let's just keep it real. I don't care how much we say, you know, you need to love yourself. Nobody's listening to that shit when they when when they're out there doing shit like this because that part. <laughs> yeah because yeah. first of all come on now nobody's listening to that shit when you see thousands of people doing this you know everybody wants to feel loved I I get it you know I get it I want to feel loved too but first of all if I'm scared of needles and I, that will that will automatically eliminate me out because you know, <laughs> that, that that will eliminate that ass me. ain't getting lifted yeah snipped or tucked nowhere if, if, a, if a spank can't do it if I can't put the spank on and give me what I want then that hell I just ain't gonna get it done just forget that <laughs> but you know just the just the image of having to look like a a sucked in bottle you know what I mean and you can't have a house you don't own a house you don't own anything that's your priority because of a man that is probably fucking this one and that one and this one too but that's what you're running after you know we gotta be honest that's not the man's issue hell that's a personal self-esteem issue right there well, you know that there's this disorder called body dysmorphic disorder, and much of that is brought upon women. Men have it too, but much of that is brought upon women based on just the changing needs and desires of a man, just a lustful motherfucker. You know, he married a skinny girl, and now she got to stay skinny. She done had his three babies. Now she look in the mirror because he looking at her some kind of way. She don't feel good about herself, even though she might be the thinnest thing in the world. But do That's you think, Mel, do you think, Mel, that sometimes, like in situations like that, say you married to somebody, I'm gonna play the advocate, the devil's advocate, not the angel, the devil's advocate. <laughs> okay, so Mel, in a situation like that, you married to this dude, you had three kids, and he's the one constantly saying little, little underhanded things to you, like, um, I see you a little thicker right there, you know. You might not want to eat that little piece of pie there, but you still look good, girl. You you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A little, sl- yeah, passive aggressive shit. Yeah, and, and, and it lays on your mind. And say, motherfucker, look at that, look at that fucking muffin top you got going on. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> Talk about that. You still getting pussy every night, ain't you? <laughs> Better be quiet. Don't I do that. Right. Look at that thing. But you still fucking me every night. You don't like it? You act like you love it. <laughs> See, I think my personality is a little bit different because, you know, one of my girlfriends sent me a picture of me from 2017 yesterday. I almost cussed her ass out, but then I thought about it. I was like, bitch, I didn't think about that. Ooh, can I say that? Anyway, <laughs> she said, she sent me a picture and it was a and it was early in the fucking morning too. I don't know what the fuck she was doing. With. Don't start my shit with this nonsense. I ignored her for about 15 minutes. She sent me a message that back in 2017, she was a little thickums, huh? And I read the message. I rolled over and I wanted to send her, bitch, don't play with me in the morning. Oh my God, and I decided so not to. And I just sent her a funny emoji just laughing because I really don't give a fuck. I didn't you give a fuck. Me. I would have chose violence. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, she was trying, I guess she was trying to say you lost weight or whatever. But when I looked at the picture, I did look a little thick. So I couldn't even be mad at her for saying this shit. <laughs> oh God. But I, you know, I think my personality is that I just don't care. And if a man said that to me, he would just have to 
you can go find you somebody else to fuck tonight if you want to, because we're going to stop this conversation right now. Because I'm not happy about them balls that sat in either, but I don't talk about it. Right, you want to do something about that, right? You want to do yeah, Let's talk. You get That's your, all your shit together. No, get all your shit together. Then you can complain about my shit. Yeah, but you know that's a self-esteem thing, though, because they can throw women are more conscious of their their bodies, you know, because you know we morph, you know what I mean? Because men are constantly doing that kind of shit. Yeah, because babies are, you know, babies take a toll on you. Know what I mean? You you can come back to your your physical self, but you know what I mean? You will have stretch marks and things like that, <laughs> and mentally, you know what I mean? Mentally, hell, after I had my son, it took five years to make me even feel like I was normal. You know what I mean? But right. You know, I don't need you to tell me what I what you see different because you might get a plate on your head or something like that. <laughs> and you ain't pitched out there, baby. And you ain't pitched out nothing. They're talking <laughs> crap out the side of your neck. Like what? But that's that wears you down. You know what I mean? And some people feel like they have too much vested um interest in their mate and don't be not shit. Right. If I ain't married to you, oh hell, you may be just that's how the police have to come. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> <laughs> And married or not, you know, like you said, it definitely is a self-esteem thing because, yeah. you know, we'll be celebrating 11 years in a couple of days. And I oh. wish that fool would try me with some nice. <laughs> it ain't going I don't down. think Alex that crazy. Yeah, I don't think I think, <laughs> think he's he crazy. I don't think he's that crazy. He ain't that crazy. He knows exactly who he married. And I feel the same way. Like Ramel said, you know, I'm just that type of person. I'm good with me when it comes to certain things, even in terms of body image, you know, there's stuff where I'm like, oh, if I, and you know what, I was going to say this too a couple minutes ago and I forgot, like I will go under the knife to do stuff that I want to do because we've had that conversation Yeah. Because it's just me. There's stuff that, you know, I feel a certain type of way about. We had that conversation. He was like, would you really? I was like, I sure as hell would. This one B cup, one C cup situation I got going on. We got a <laughs> no complaints. I appreciate you, bro. But <laughs> it ain't sitting up like it used to. I feel some type of way about it. But Welcome that's to the world of motherhood. Well, that, was hard. <laughs> that, that was that hung, that was that hungry baby that that took that's a little right. more. Yep. Yeah. That was that hungry. Baby. But you know the whole key is what you said. If you want to do it, you know what I mean. Exactly. You want to do it. Just don't come back looking like um, colorful. What you say? What you call it? Cali weird? Cali weird, yes. Don't come back looking <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? You gorgeous. Don't come back taking that off. But you want to get, if you want to go in the triple F's and G's, that's your business. You do what you want to do. You do you. Okay? That's that's you. But that's not instructive because he said it. Put the pressure on you to make you feel a certain type of way. People, some people live like that. I know my personally myself. I'm like you. I'm like you. Mel, I'm like you. I can't do it. If you if you gotta put that pressure on me, guess what? I right, gotta it's do too much. I gotta jet. No, I don't gotta jet. You gotta jet because um, I'm staying where I'm. I mean, you gotta get out. But I can't. Do I that. remember when I was running the whole house and guys <laughs> would come in there and tell the girls like the flat chested girls, you should just go. You know, I'll pay for you to go get some boobs. And I'm like. Don't you fucking come back here with no titties paid for by this man. Because soon as he finished with you, all the page, all the customers that you had that liked you because you had B cups or C cups, yeah. you lose all that money. And they're like, right. you don't think I should, you don't think I should, you know. I'm like, no, you should not. 
You shouldn't do it. Some girls listen, some girls didn't. I had one friend that didn't listen. What well, she went and got some F cups. <gasps> now, let me tell you what she is. Like she in her fifties now. Bet you that motherfucker. Bet you that back hurting like a motherfucker. Right. <laughs> F's. I think they were double F's. These were some big oh, ass titties. Oh man, that's all like because big cinder blocks. You know she ain't want to walk around with no F cups. What you do that right. for? And I was like, what you going to do with all that when you get old? You and got to like, lift no. that up, clean underneath. That's just too much going and on. And the skin is extra. Just because the pricks suggested it. And they, they kept saying, you know, it was a white girl. They suggested that she get these big ass titties. And she got them. And she suffered. Her back was fucked up. So and I And imagine what they look like, too. I mean, the skin is thin. This, as you get older, skin, your skin thins out. They probably mm-hmm. look like two... Two jugs hanging on mm-hmm. her with her hanging off like her body is carrying Old like saggy skin. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just tell you what. Let me just tell you what she looked like to me when I last saw her. She looked like my grandmother when she was eighty six <laughs> years old. Her titties were sitting on her lap when she was sitting at the table. Let's just say that, and wasn't there one of them men around to help her? See, I'm glad you mess. made. That, I'm glad you made that point. They asses, <laughs> look, they asses is gone, and they probably just don't even remember what her damn name is. So, it she don't, don't, they don't right, even matter. All that heaviness. All that heaviness. <laughs> heaviness and she probably <laughs> should pay, find them to get them taken out so she can take them and flap them over her shoulder now. They ain't <laughs> <laughs> right. Flap them over her shoulder. Tie not. <laughs> but then, you know, I think we hit a lot of really good points. You know, at the end of the day, guess what? You got to do what's good for you. You know what I mean? We got to get out here. And I'm just recapping for you. Because if I miss something, definitely jump in. We got to get out here. We got to vote. We got to make sure that our voices is heard. That's number one. Because um, these old um, crumpety-ass people up in there making decisions for us um, is not going to work. Because our body is our body. We have to be our advocate for our own self. And at the end of the day, um, we make the decision. If you mess around with somebody and you get knocked up, just know that Negro ain't off the hook. He ain't gonna have to pay, even if he tells you no. So that's that's the message of that one. So I disagree, was, but okay. Ramel disagree. disagree. <laughs> tell tell the state what up state you live in. Tell them that they're gonna say no. What his name? This case number. That's what his that that's what they're gonna tell him. That's what your case number, sir. You need to appear at nine o'clock on Monday morning so we can tell you what your thirty three point three percent that you need to pay. You don't have to come and visit, but you're gonna be paying that. Um, that's what I got. What do you guys got? Because I don't want to be the only one that's running my (laughs) shit. That is it, you know, folks just being, you know, um, strong enough and empowered enough to really advocate um, for yourself um, as women. I'm always, always going to circle back to um, the future generations because my little ones are still so, so little. So I want to make sure that I do my part to leave the world a little bit of a better place Mm -hmm. than I found it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, it's about, uh, you know, using my voice and the voice of those of us who are old enough to make a difference and to make those changes. And then being that example for the next generation and letting them know that they do have a voice and, you know, encouraging them to use it and to stand up to whomever 
It may be circling all the way back to our topic at the very beginning, you know, being empowered enough to stand up to whatever, you know, government or whatever entity you may think has more power, you know, over you. Just knowing what your rights are, um, knowing the power that you have in controlling your life and also standing up and making things better, you know, for society. Yeah. And then mind your damn business. And mind your business. Absolutely. <laughs> now, I agree with everything y'all said. The only thing I would say is, Aiden, double strap that thing. <laughs> you better tell Aiden to put a body on no Guys, <laughs> double strap. Because Kimmy coming for you with the... <laughs> 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 y'all 33.5%. <laughs> exactly. Look, I'm just being rough. Look, I'm I'm past the childbearing age, but I'm telling you, I got I got kids, and if somebody knock my daughter up or some my son knock somebody up, don't have to ask me. The court is going to tell you. You don't have to get mad. You don't have to have no attitude. The law is going to tell you what you're going to have to pay. So here, you could be look, you could be in any kind of relationship you call it, but when it comes down, the law going to tell you. What you need, <laughs> so you can you can make. I, I called Aiden in here so he can hear me. Yes, Aiden went everything that's not, ain't nailed down. <laughs> I, want you, I want you to wear two rubbers. <laughs> three, three, <laughs> wear three. He said, "Oh Lord, <laughs> like what did I get myself into?" <laughs> I mean, heck, you know, fine as that boy is, please, you know, he he, Thank you. fine as he is, he better wear seven. So, it would be seven. But, you know, and then finally, you know, being able to love yourself. You know, if you want to do alteration to your body, do alteration to your body. But don't do it because someone else is persuading you to do it. Because like Mel said, they be gone and your breast be hanging down to your lap and you swing it across your neck and tie a knot in it. And you, you, you stuck with the aftermath. <laughs> you know, and all jokes aside, you know, we never here to offend anyone. We know we take it lighthearted, but you know, loving yourself is more important than anything. And making mm-hmm. decisions based on someone else's um, needs or wants is never going to end up something positive for your own self. It's okay to be selfish. Be selfish for your own good reasons. You know, it's your body. No one's going to take care of if you are suffering. No one's going to take care of you if you got shit dripping out of your ass because you made a decision because someone else told you to do so. You know, if you love it, then love it. If you like what he says, then go along with it at the end of the day. Remember, you should have the final say in it. That's, you know, that's what we're trying to say here today. So, you know, um, in closing, um, I, I was remiss in saying this because I have to say this. Ramel is a podcaster and she and Asia, um, Aisha, why can't we call you Asia? Because I'm thinking about my goddaughter. Aisha is a podcaster with her too. We are all podcasters. We are all Philly girls. But I need Ramel to tell you about her podcasting platform because when you are a podcaster, we show uber love to each other. We mm-hmm. do not, when I say we do not, we do not shit on each other. We are love connected, holding hands because in this industry, black women, podcasters, we are struggling to make ourselves known. So mm-hmm. on the porch here, you will never ever see hateration. If that's still the word, is that like an old person word now? Haterade. 
Stay healthy, stay well, and live your best life on purpose. Have a good night.